thought-provoking ignorance with special guests in Cave Crush interview. It's time to go inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave, inside the cave podcast.com, cavecrushshop.com. Who would have thought me is just expressing my personal views and and me thinking will get some people riled up and pissed off. All right, I apologize, but we got a good show today. I'll get into that later on. Great show today. Uh, matter of fact, CaveCrushShop.com, the Captain Save Em Row shirts are available now. Use the promo code SAVE EM. Uh, this is an inside joke. They know I've been saying it for the past two months, but they're finally available now, and the promo code works. SAVE EM. Captain Save Em Row. Captain Save Em Whole Row. Well, can't hardly say it. But anyway, <laughs> go to CaveCrushShop.com right now and get those shirts. All right, big show today. I am CB at I'm the Real CB, and next to me today is the country rap tune himself, Big Dog. What's up with it, man? Big Dog in the building. Hey, uh, the lovely, the beautiful, and the talented Cat. Hello, everyone. Hey, Cat. Uh, ladies, let's talk about it. Tell the truth, Sly. Hello, everybody. What's going on inside the podcast? Inside the podcast, tell the truth. And no longer seasonal, but weekly said is in in the building. <laughs> nah, I'll be seasonal. I ain't gonna be next week or the week after. So, but what up? I was gonna celebrate your birthday, man. Uh, I know I probably I'm gonna be out with the family on my birthday, and I, I got a uh, got a meeting next uh, next week. Oh, I ain't family no more. Well, my immediate family. Oh, I ain't immediate family no more. You you immediately go piss me off. Shut up. Said on daylight saving sign. <laughs> Fuck <All> you, right. <laughs> Hey, hey, guys, we have a big show. Let me tell you something. I'm not close. This might be the best show of the year. I'm so excited for our guests we have today. Our guests calling in later on in the show are called the. Damn, hold on. What they what's their name? Shit. Oh, okay. I'm about to say some bougie heifers. Okay, my bad. The gossip, the, the gossiping heifers, and this is not CB degrading women again. This is actually their name, and I'm telling you, these ladies are funny as hell. I heard them on the radio show, and Jay on the J. Anthony Brown morning uh, radio show on iHeartRadio. They came on. Finally, I get to have somebody on that's go, that's that talks politics. And, and probably, oh man, I'm just, I'm just excited. So the gossiping heifers come calling on the inside the cave, and they're professional. Shout out to their booking, Michelle. Hey, great, great. I, I can't wait for them. I can't wait. But we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, by the way, first of all, let me say this: uh, Aretha Franklin. Uh, by the time this show airs, we pray to God, the Creator, that she is still uh, here with us. Uh, and everything but you can go to spotify and look up the inside the cave playlist and you can check out our favorite aretha franklin songs not as a r.i.p to her but just a dedication to the queen of hip well no okay mary j blige is the queen of hip-hop soul so what is it i guess she's the queen of soul right is that okay well, anyway well she's the queen Queen Aretha Franklin, and by the way, she is a BBW. I looked at some pictures of her from the 70s. She is definitely a BBW, and uh, that second B can mean whatever you want it to be. 
beautiful breast, whatever you want to mean, she is definitely that. A big breasted woman or a big beautiful woman. Matter of fact, let's just say this. She is the breast damn singer of all time, Aretha Franklin. Sly, I got a question for you. Aretha Franklin's breast or Tina Turner's legs? If you had to pick one. TT, do you love me? Are we riding? I'm taking them legs. Yeah. Yeah. Sid, what about you? Breast. Breast. Easy. That's easy. All right. I'm, I already know that. I already know the answer to this. I already know the answer to this. I like them legs. I gotta have them legs. I already know the answer to this. Big dog, which one you take? Why are you being so disrespectful? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on it to come She's out. still alive. Now, if he did this when she was dead, he'd be disrespectful. Hey, you can almost count on it. Oh, man. All right, guys. Let's get <laughs> into mean, this. I mean, as far as CB being disrespectful, that is. <laughs> hey, but think about it. What does she live and what is she making through this and live a whole another year? Is he she still could. disrespectful? She could. Every chance he get. <laughs> God damn it, dog. She could definitely do it, man. I've seen, I mean, just because she on hospice don't mean that it's the end. But anyway, we on Spotify and Google Podcast and the new Google Podcast app as well. All right, uh, let's get into this listeners' feedback. We got a lot of it, and uh, we're gonna try to reply to some of it. We got a lot to get into for the gossiping heifers call in. Cat, will you read the emails this week? Sure, I can do that. All right, here we go. Listeners' feedback with cousin Lamar, but subbing in is Cat, the lovely, the beautiful, talented Cat. Got an opinion? Let your voice be heard. Want to change the direction of the show? Talk your sh- Tell us how you really feel. Listeners feedback with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cave. Can't you bring in your white girl voice today? Sure, I'll bring that too. Alright, so the first um, feedback we have is from Minister Jack. He says, I'm laughing so hard at Beyonce making it to the He Too movement. This shit is so funny. Did Kat tell you I see her out and about? I gotta have y'all and that segment on my show when I get back at it. They keep shutting my page down. Now, I wonder why, Minister Jap. But thank you for listening, Minister Jap. And to, and to think that you approve of the He Too movement almost makes it official now. So, the Minister Jap, for those who don't know who Minister Jap is, uh, you can check him out on one of our earlier podcasts, right when Cat, that was like actually Cat's welcome to Inside the Cave. That was like her first, one of the first shows Cat came on and she got introduced to the Minister Jap right away. So, uh, yeah, but he told, uh, yes, Jap, she tells us all the time that she sees you out and about and how much of a gentleman you are. Brother, you can't be like that. You're ruining your rep. You ain't gotta, you ain't gotta be nice to Cat for us. Treat her like, like she's supposed to be treated. Whatever. All right. So next, we have feedback from Chris. Chris says, who's in charge of editing? All of Lamar's technical issues shouldn't have been uploaded. Kat is so done with y'all. You're so right, Chris. She's still here. What else we got, Kat? From Tay. Tay says, I walked in the gym and I thought they were playing the podcast. What is the music for Kat's Corner? It's annoyingly catchy now. Is Sly single or in a relationship? Because I agree with some of those questions that they're, they're just too immature. And I don't know why Cat or anybody entertains him. Cat, uh, Sly, are you single or in a oh, relationship? 
Right. I okay. Be, so oh, I'm definitely not have... married. I'm definitely single. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> what else we got, Kat? Anonymous. Anonymous writes in, CB, you were wrong for talking about that lady and the cake. Anything your friends go through, you got to bring it up. CB, Jeff is going to whoop your ass. All right, remind me to uh, edit that part out. What else yeah, we got? Right. What else we got, Kat? Lance. Lance says, hey, tell Fed to slow down with all the men lie and don't love you unless he lied to you. He's telling the truth, but damn, I got my girl listening to this. Yeah, my bad, Lance. Yeah, Lance the trucker was off last week, and he actually sat home or sat around his lady and listened to the podcast. Don't know what he was thinking. All right, what else we got, uh, Kat? We have next from Troy. Troy says, just because I know Cleese doesn't like when I send in, wait, what? I'm purposely sending some in. If a man starts telling you the truth, the relationship is over, wait, what? If he brings in cookies for his co-workers, he's trying to fuck? Wait, what? Can't use as a coin purse? Wait, what? And speaking of Mr. Wait What, he has uh, made it in from his hiatus. He took, uh, had a summer break this year, this summer. Took, took two months off. All right, what else we got, Kat? We have Denise. Denise says, I need to hear how and why is a man gay if he knows how to cook or to bake. That's just ignorant. My father cooked for us growing up and still does now. Sid, how is a man gay because he knows how to cook and bake? That's that's not what I said. I didn't say he was gay because he knew how to cook or bake. I know how to cook. I cook often. I cook before the show came on. I cook for my kids. I cook for my mom. I cook for myself. But I am not going to make a lasagna and then bring it to the cave because I want everybody to taste my lasagna. Fuck that. But you let me eat your meat. Pause. Yeah, you was at a barbecue. Hold on, man. What you talking like that? You oh. tell me you let me eat your meat. Oh, oh. What you want, man? Freak booty ass little motherfucker. Did you not? Did you or did you not put your meat in my mouth? Hey, man. I'm gonna get off this goddamn podcast right now. You put that shit off. Hey, man, what the fuck just happened? Hey, man. What's wrong with your guy? Hey, no, no, no. What's wrong with him? Hey, man. I can't claim that motherfucker, man. Hey, you fucked up ass motherfucker. Hey, but listen. It's not, hold on. He can bake, but you don't, ain't no man supposed to be just making a whole batch of cookies and then bringing it in and other men. No, that's what I'm talking about. That, that don't sound right. But if you go out and bake, that's cool. Not to cook. My uncle know how to cook and bake. But, you know, he bringing shit to the family offense. That's it. Okay, cool. What else we got, Kat? Uh, okay, we have Carolyn. Carolyn says, all men lie about something, sweetie, and they are all actors. As Kat used to say, put your big girl panties on and move forward with the best liar you can find. Oh, I'm glad your standards for men are so high. All right, what else we got, Kat? Nina. Nina says, so Trisha is your favorite female listener, CB. Okay. I love Kat's passion for mental health. Tell her thank you. Just a little insight on Kat's corner. The guy was in the lot every day after work. Everyone thought he worked there, but I guess all men lie, right? You said it, not me. All right, what else we got, Kat? We got Nathaniel. Nathaniel says, I'm going to listen to it again to give it some good feedback. But right now, when Kevin Durant told his mother she was the real MVP, do you think it was because she gave the coaches some swats for more playing time? Maybe. Then he says, I just finished listening to the show. It was entertaining as usual. Thank you guys for taking the time out your schedule to bring us this show weekly. Greatly appreciate it. No problem, Nathaniel. And by the way, uh, Nathaniel, uh, 
we got a comedian already on the show, Sid, and when Sid is not here, we got Sly. So uh, we'll, we'll do the jokes on Inside the Cave, but uh, thanks for playing. What else we got, Kat? Gerald. Gerald. Gerald says, brother, your words have power and could have grave consequences. The fact that you gave the young lady on your show optimism shows that. Truthfully, by your ignorance and blasphemous words toward the Bible, which is a sin, shows that you aren't even qualified to speak on the subject. You sound like an atheist by doubting God's words. You need to read your Bible and start praying for God to rid you of your arrogance, which is also a sin. We'll be praying for you. It's amazing by when you drop a hot take. This is probably Gerald's second time ever sending feedback in. I didn't even know he still listened to the show. But amazing. You drop a hot take, something just to get people thinking, and all of a sudden you got to be an atheist and arrogant. Cat, uh, how long have you known me, Cat? Over 10 years, over oh, 15 years. Yeah, man. Wow, wow. Am I arrogant? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Damn. <laughs> and my wife told me the same thing. Wow. All right. All right, let's get into this uh, Around the Cave. Want to hear a hot take? It's time to go around the cave. Sid. Hey, is Amarosa a snitch? <laughs> She's a bitch. Well, that's okay too, but I mean, tell me, is she really a snitch? I need to know that because I mean, typically all things considered, we all should be kind of sort of glad she diamond out the president, right? But at the same time, she's snitching. And we usually don't fuck with snitches like that. We don't. But we're gonna make it a but you know when it's we talking about give her pass this time. I don't think it's all, she's it's all good. I don't think she's snitching, Sid. Snitching is like they don't have any information. What they saying is they they, they doubting they are doubting that she has this and they denying it. She's like, well, you got no snitching is telling. Snitching is telling. When you go in there and start pointing fingers and talking about who done it, that's snitching. Information you it's only snitching when you're trying to make your situation better. Well, she is because she's trying to sell books. Exactly. And that's not, I mean, I ain't, I ain't mad at it. If you, that's what you do, that's what you do. Well, I'm just trying to figure out if she's snitching. I mean, basically. Yeah, I'm okay. going to go with snitching. I'm going to go with she's but, snitching. Is it snitching when we snitching already know there's shit. a likelihood of some truth in it? That's what I was right, thinking. Right, right. Yeah, she ain't telling us nothing nobody saying. else already know, don't know. Trump is a racist. Wait a minute. Are you serious? Trump is a racist? Fuck out of here. But you stuck around that racist for 11 years. <laughs> Yeah, you hung out with him. Come on, who you trying to play? Fuck out here! All right, what else you got? Uh, what we got this week, big dog? Hey man, they got like over three hundred priests Jeez. accused of See? sexual misconduct misconduct mm-hmm. with minors. Right. What the fuck, bro? Huh? Huh? See what I'm saying? And you guys Guess- wonder why I said what I said last week about the Bible. I guess I guess them Catholic priests wanted to pop their collar. Man. Come on, come on. Man, that's stuck up on every level, bro. And these kids rate, you know, range like all ages. Yeah. Hey, here's something to think about though, dog. And I and I wasn't even gonna dig deep in this. 
the same people that that's so for the Bible and for that's religious people, right? Mostly right wing conservatives. Sir conservatives, yeah. Right. They hate Muslims because they think Muslims turn into terrorists so they can blow up buildings so they can get a virgin. But this is what they think. I don't know if it's true, but this is what they think. But meanwhile, you got priests fucking little kids. Boys. Little boys, little girls. Come on. Male priests fucking little boys. Look at the hypocrisy. That's all I'm trying to say. Come on, man. Great great topic, dog. Cat, you got something to do? You got something this week, Cat? Okay, Sly. Uh, Maryland. Maryland football um, athletic team. A young man that passed away due to his um, injuries from um, practice, overheating, uh, complications. Maryland has accepted um, full responsibility. Oh, yeah. That's that's something that should never happen. I thought we was uh, a little bit more past that. Um, being conscious, but I do understand in sports, especially with male athletes, how they try to quote unquote bully you and you can take it, you can handle it. Or no drinking water until after you finish running these drills. Mm-hmm. You know, do they still they, do that shit. Don't they stop? Man, that? See, I mean, you, I mean, tell me you only one got son playing football. They still punk, they still punk kids and uh, adults. We're talking about a collegiate player at this point, you know. So, right. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't type of thing. You you take a break from the drill and you go get some water, you're a pussy or you soft or maybe you not going to uh, uh, st- start the first play during practice or, or something like that, or extra laps, you know? So it's, it's a damned if you do situation. What what people don't know, I don't think, is um, like they they need to, with all these trainers that's involved, especially at the collegiate level, it should be people monitoring these athletes uh, more closely, you know, and know that for any one person to be out in the sun with pads on, helmets on, all this gear to get lean, lean body mass, to not drink, they should be drinking twice an hour at least. They should be at least intaking um, 12 to 20 eat. ounces. What do they want to? to, to some, sometimes too much water can slow you down. You know, there's such thing as water poison um, from drinking too much water, but, uh, Every hour, they should be taking in ten to twenty ounces at least. And we're talking about collegiate players, and they 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 probably should be taking in more than that because I know they're running two a days this time of year, getting ready for the first games and homecomings and all of that stuff coming up. Yeah, great point, Sly. All right, for uh, my around the cave this week, uh, I am adding because the He Too movement doesn't discriminate. This could be men or women. I am adding. Kevin Hart's situation to the He Too movement. Kevin Hart. Uh, For those who don't remember, Kevin Hart was set up. Set up. Not by a woman. By his friend. By one of his best friends. Think about this. Kevin Hart is what Eddie Murphy was in the 80s. What Martin Lawrence was in the 90s. And that means he's supposed to get as much pussy as he wants and his heart desires and if his woman didn't set him up what gives the right to a man his friend to set him up Kevin Hart we clowned you last year that was before we started the He Too movement but brother 
you are part of the He Too movement because no man should be snitched on and potentially lose his wife and kids because of another man's hatred and jealousy. That is beyond the He Too movement. Kevin Hart, the He Too movement is here for you, brother. He Too. Hey, man. Yes, sir. What are you talking about, CT? I added Kevin Hart to the He Too movement. I mean, it's sad, man. It's sad. I mean, how the hell did Kevin Hart qualify for the He Too movement? Because his friend, it's not like he got caught up on his own. It's not like his wife caught him up. His friend set him up. So, his confidant. So, so what exactly is the He Too movement? Let's be clear on that. Huh? Exactly what is the He Too movement? It's the men's version of the Me Too movement. Which means... Hey, look, we don't have time for all that right now. We got to get into the next segment. We got uh, the gospel. Exactly. All right. Let's get to this uh, zero to 100 real quick. Had a long week. Need to get some stuff off your chest? Do it now. Let's go zero to 100 real quick. Real quick. Real fucking quick, nigga. Zero to 100, nigga. Real quick. Uh, otherwise known as kill yourself and start over. Guy, thanks a lot. We're going to go right back to um, Amorosa. Uh, she can she can kill herself and start over. Uh, she started off in the White House, in the big house. Shit wasn't going her way, and she knew this dude was a bigot and a racist. And she stayed and hung in there, seeing all the pictures. And now she gets fired. And like Dog said, she was selling a book, and she wants some publicity. And everybody knows controversy sells. So. Here's the it factor. She has she has some tapes. Could could they help or could they hurt? Well, well, I don't think we're gonna ever find out until she's on the New York's top ten bestseller list or something to that effect. And we make a movie about it. She can kill herself and start over. She should have picked a side in the very beginning. Um, Condoleezza Rice has more respect than Amarosa. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you can't have what they call it uh, selective uh, amnesia or selective race. Uh, get out of here! All right, what else? You, what you got said? I ain't got much. I ain't got none. Big dog. So you know, a couple of years ago, said invited CB over to the barbecue and allowed said to put his meat in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Now, hold on, man. I ain't put my meat in nobody's mouth. Hey, man, both of y'all got to get kill yourself and start over. No, no, no don't, don't drag me into that bullshit he talking, dog. I ain't fucking with it. Hey, hey did he put his sauce all over your face? Yeah, you jagged you jag, you jag your smitty on that one, Sid. You jagged your smitty on that one. Oh, yeah. He gonna drag me into that bullshit, messy ass nigga. Oh yeah, oh yeah, funny man. You ain't like when the joke gets turned around, huh? Oh yeah, funny. Ain't man. No turns around. First of all, I ain't put my meat in shit. Yeah, that was your joke. That was your joke. Hey, hey, it's like you need to be part of me too, movement, goddamn. Hey, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> remember, remember that joke? You said you gave, gave your gave my wife some your meat. Remember that joke? Yeah. yeah. I ain't say that. You said that. Oh, you said it. I got the. Now, what you said is you tasted the sauce. <laughs> Oh man, big dog. Dirty ass little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up ass motherfucker. Boy, yeah, I think you got something this week. All right. Veli, what Veli left? Okay. All right. Well, here we go. Um, check this out. You you scared him off with that bullshit. Uh I used to do before we had uh talented people on this show like Cat and Sly. 
I used to do a, a segment called CB's Quote of the Week because I was the only one that knew how to talk on this show. Uh, Big Dog only could talk when I pulled the string and the same thing was said. But uh, back in the day, I used to do a quote, a segment called CB's Quote of the Week. But I want to bring that back. Uh, here it is. This is from Michael Jordan. Republicans buy sneakers too. Uh, Tupac prophet prophetically said, it's a white man's world. I watched something the other, uh, the other week called the Big Three League. The Big Three League. Now, there's a lot of people talking about, ah, these NFL players, they should just go ahead and boycott and stop playing for the man. Start their own league. They don't need the man. They can do it by themselves. They don't need the man. <laughs> I've been to three Bulls games where I sat in box seats. That wasn't black people's money. Like black people, you guys think, we think that that the money we save up to scrap up to buy a ticket for a Bulls game, a ticket for a football game once or twice a year, you guys think that's what's feeding these players? You think that's what's feeding the NFL? I look around the NBA, all I see is people that don't look like me all around. You talking about from the first row to about the 30th, for all the TV seats, all right? That's where the money is. So everybody's talking about, man, we boycott, we could do this, we could do that. I look at the big three league, a league started by a black man, nobody in the crowd what you're going to hear in the next 12 months is you're going to hear that the big three league no longer exists and that's because they're only depending on what the black dollar and the big three league is just like any other black business that started up you can't depend on it because black people money don't mean nothing all right white people buy box seats white people buy front row seats white people buy the the, the, the upper deck zones, whatever, all those ex extravagant names, they write them off the insurance companies, they write them off. The hey, come on, man, wrap this shit up, man. God damn. <laughs> hey, man, I interrupt you. I know, but I ain't take that long. I ain't even do one. And, and just like in the past, when you used to do this goddamn segment, you're doing exactly what you used to do then. Well, let me do that damn much. Yeah, you the only person who knew how to talk. No, nah, nigga, you just did all the talking. Shut your ass up. Come on. For the guests show up. All right. Well, I just want to say this. The black <laughs> the black dollar doesn't matter. The black vote doesn't matter. And you guys are right. Black lives don't matter. That's what I'm that's why I came to. I came to the conclusion. Roland has wore off on me, and I agree. We mean nothing in this country. That's my round of cave work. Well, take your ass back to Africa then, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me how much you matter over there. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crushes. And cave crushers. You did say you wanted to be in, right? Want to advertise on Inside the Cave podcast? Would you like to have your company or product featured before a segment? Email us, inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Subject, advertise. Get, get the latest in cave fashion at cavecrushshop.com. That's cavecrushshop.com.
follow inside the cave on Instagram for more thought-provoking ignorance. We repost, you decide. Now you feel freer than you Yo, y'all wanna see the sexiest women on the planet? Then follow Cave Crush on Instagram. Cave Crush is poppin'. Our next guests have a weekly segment on one of my favorite radio shows, The J. Anthony Brown Show. These two sisters deliver blunt, comical commentary on politics, trendy news, and relationship advice. They have received an award for being a top talk show in Houston. <laughs> like I just told them, I'm so excited to talk to them. Welcome to Inside the Cave. This is not CB calling them that. This is their official name, the Gossiping Heifers. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Why do you call yourself Heifers? Is that a term of endearment, like the way black people call themselves the N-word? Is that what it is? Yep. yep. It is a term of endearment and, and flows of rum. <laughs> no, because Rochelle came up with the name, and I mean, I gave the name the show a corny name. No, but no, we gotta have something to pop. And then at the time, we were having indulging in some cocktails. And I just said, you know, what can we call the show? And it came flat out of her mouth, gossip and Heifer. Okay, I so we got like we, that. so we got Rochelle and Michelle on on the show, right? Yeah. Okay, Correct, you guys yeah. are a sisters, right? Who's the oldest one? Michelle's the oldest. That's myself, and of course, Rochelle. Rochelle, I'm the baby. Okay. So you, so you, you spank Michelle, keeping in check. Um, actually, you would have thought, by the way, we asked that I was the oldest sister, because mm. I would whoop anybody's ass that came near my sister or me. Mm. That's funny, because my youngest son is the same way about my old, about his older brother. I mean, they only five and three, but they act the same way. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, some, some of the younger siblings can take on the more dominant role, but look, I'm, I'm running this. That's crazy. <laughs> Y'all got any other siblings, or is just you two? Uh-uh, just us. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know if I can take another one of her. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we good, dude, okay? That girl, she is the half, she just don't know. Now, uh, now, I always brag about the list of people that we've had on our show. But like I said, I just thought you guys had a comedians that had a segment on, on J. Anthony Brown's show. I didn't even know you guys had one of the top podcasts. I mean, thousand streams a day. Sheesh, I need them yeah. numbers. But uh, yeah. hey, everybody's pushing it, brother. Hey, man, I'm telling you, that's that's great right there. So so uh, like the list of people you guys had on, you guys had Kevin Hart, DJ Envy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've we've been very fortunate um to actually talk to some great people of influence, not only, you know, people that we're personal fans of, but you know, influences of the culture. And actually everybody would not believe everything that's been done with this show has been done just between the two of us. So we do all the booking, all the graphics, all the uh, production, and the booking part I think is the most hardest portion of it. And that's why Michelle deals with that. Sounds familiar. I don't know where I've heard that before, but sounds familiar. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> continue on. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I said, now uh, it turned into a hobby from um, talking trash amongst friends, you know, doing a little leisure indulgence, and um, they were like, "Man, y'all are just funny." And I was like, you know what? Why don't we do it? Because we were uh, we're actually friends with Fat Man Scoop. 
And okay. at the time, okay. Batman Scoop had a podcast with his wife, uh, his then wife Chandra. It was called Man and Wife. Mm-hmm. And right. no one Scoop personally, his personality is just out there. You don't know what's going to fly out of his mouth. And when they started the podcast, I was a faithful fan, of course, supporting. But it was an actual good show because content talked about real issues in the bedroom and about relationships. And it kind of inspired us to start that. And the kickstart was when Kanye went off on Taylor Swift, yeah, mm. at the MTV Music Awards. I was like, man, that is a brilliant starting point. So we could we had all types of opinions coming from both sides on that. Right. Right. How's it work? How's it like work? What is it like working for J. Anthony Brown? Because I think he he is such an underrated talent, man. He's so funny. He is. Yeah, J. Anthony Brown, man, you, he is just one of those real down-to-earth people. That's what we vibe with as just real folks. And, and he believes in our podcast. And, 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 and Jay is just a joy to work with. Um, the opportunity actually came to us because we did not realize he was a fan of the show. And he contacted us and was like, look, I want you guys to talk politics on the show. And I'm like, okay, cool. And we've been doing it for almost six, seven months now. now yeah. And Jay is very flexible. He's always inspiring. And he does not, you know, shy away from giving you some pointers if you need them. Nice, nice. nice. You know, people always say they talk about Jamie Foxx and, and other people as being like, you know, singers, com- comedians and all that kind of stuff. But Jay Anthony Brown can sing. He can, he can rap. He can, uh, you know, perform. I mean, he's just funny. I, I just, you know. He's an artist. He, he can make Everything. hot sauce. Right. Uh, he got a, a comedy club. I yeah. mean, the man got so much in under one being. I'm like, you know, it's, I think, like you said, he's very underrated because people do not know not only how long he's been in the industry, but all the talents he possesses as an artist in general. Right. So, yeah, I think Jay gets, he needs to get better props than he does. He should. Now, Michelle, you're a script writer, right? Yes. What does that mean? Tell me. Okay, what you mean? What you, like what you do? Like what kind of scripts you write? Well, I know uh, at one time we had a segment on our show called Reverend Wright. And that was another party we had put in the uh, on the podcast for a period of time. And it was just a crooked reverend. Everything about his church was corrupt. And we would kind of merge trending topics with his church announcement. And that was something I was writing for at least six months. And we had to switch it up. And my sister is very, I mean, we're both pro-black, but she is pro-black to 25th time. She figured if she gave me a statement just to go in on black power, I will calm down. (laughs) (laughs) So we came up with Conspiracy Sister. Now, she does do her script writing on that one. I may give her a suggestion here and there, but she is total control of Conspiracy Sister. So that's the theme I gave her so we can kind of get that blackness off our chest right at the front door of the show. That's amazing. We got a guy that does conspiracies on our show too. He, uh, I think he's, I think he's currently in the panic room right now because of the conspiracies I'm brought in. I'm gonna ask you about some of this. Whatever. About script versus ad lib. How much? Because I, one of my favorite things I love you guys doing are in the car, riding places and talking with each other and the, the commentary. How much of that is ad-lib and how much is of it is script? How much do you devote to writing? Oh, that's, that's, no, that, that's totally ad-lib because, you know, that's us. People think that we are scripted all the time and we're not. There's only certain segments that we were strictly script and just kind of flow from that. But when we're in the car together, yeah, she's we're in a social situation, yeah. that's just 
informed. And like I said, we're, we're like this off the show with each other. It's actually worse off the air because they be cuss each other out. But, <laughs> right. but I mean, it, it, that's what, how we flow with each other, being sisters. We both love to laugh. And we like to discuss, you know, things of the culture and things that are affecting us as human beings. Why not have fun with it? Um, go ahead. You got something, Sly? Go ahead. Yeah, so what do you think about what's going on with Amarosa right now? Yeah. Uh, opportunities. Yeah, she got a book coming out, so, you know, that's obvious. You know, my she, wasn't, she wasn't saying nothing when she was in the White House. You can't tell me that you've had this relationship with Donald Trump all these years, and you have not heard or at least known, because trust me, Central Park, that, that, that's, you know, that's the starting point of Donald Trump's history. But then you should, so you should be in the know of how this man goes about handling people of the African American community alone. Right. Then the sexist. It's just like if you guys are partners and you've been partners for so long and your partner displays certain behaviors that you know are not right, but you go in the flow anyway. Mm. That's Armorosa. She, she's just so, doing her book. That's, that's so, so, but is there, I understand the opportunity part, but is there a part of you as a woman, as a black woman, since you say you're very pro black? That, that wishes or hopes that she does have this information that could start the oh, downfall yeah. of, of oh, the yeah, president? I, I, I'm very happy that she's getting ready to work with Mueller. Um, for her to even sit there and record all that stuff, she had to have something up her sleeve the moment she walked in that White House. Oh, yeah. Or I, I also look at it as a, as a cover-up because, you know, like right now, what Trump is saying, which we know half of what he says is lies, but when it comes to her character, her professionalism and her being an employee of the White House. You're not going to sit up here and dismiss me and dingy up my reputation. So you, you can't. can't I'm not going to let you dismiss me. Well, that's what the not I can't record. I'm not a fan of her, but I do respect her as the woman that came from the streets that got herself educated. She's very witty and quick. So, so she's. So, she got so in a way, you think ahead. she's. she's um tuning back into her roots. She, she's going she's going back old school to the stuff, the devious stuff. Maybe she maybe she did. I don't know if she did or didn't. But it's, it seems like she's, she's willing to get a little dirty and that she knows how to. Well, I don't think she ever had the problem getting dirty. I, I, you know, I, I see her on the printers. You know, she, you know, she will post up on you. <laughs> but you know, me as a black woman and pro-black, I, I would have never been down with Trump from the get-go. Thank you. We, we would have never got along. Right, right. I, I, that's what I said. I, I, that's what that's my issue with it. I'm like, how can you be selective, like be selective? Pro exactly. You, you know, pick your time. Time I was trying to look out for my my community. No, you wasn't. You wasn't. And there's so, other issues besides Trump. You know, you got Ben Carson. Oh, girl, don't talk about that. Jacking up, you know, housing for people of lower income levels. Yeah. So, so they so, came up. And, yeah. And, so I mean, yeah. you got too many connections with a downfall of a community for me to actually be okay, sister. The only thing I'm cheering her on is go ahead, give them taste the mother. But as far as me thinking that she's being, you know, real, nah, I don't, I don't think that. This this moment could define her, her, in history, or uh, and, and propel her future. Um, we we have a segment called 2038. Um, in 2038, I don't know if that'd be an election year, but could you could Amarosa be running for president? Oh, okay. oh hell if, no, if, I ain't vote for her. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, no. If she topples forty-five and causes impeachment, could could she be looked at as a hero, and then and then voted in? It, 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 not even the president. If she gets Trump impeached, she will be uh, hanged. 
She will not make it to 2038. Yeah, you. She will have a mob of crackers behind her, okay? <laughs> For real. With fresh, with fresh, crisp linen sheets, okay? Already. And I'm sure she's probably already getting desperate as it is right now. Mm. You know, now you said Mueller was a run. I'd be like, yes, because he never liked Trump from day one. Really? Okay. I don't know. Mueller's never, even though he was under Bush, but um, this man has never liked this punk. Just like nobody else on the phone, I'm sure. Let me ask you this. What do you think about black people or pro-black people? Not that we know one personally or have one on this show, but pro-black people who think that their vote doesn't matter, doesn't want to vote. That, that right there, that bothers me. That's I, yeah, I get, I get into it with a lot of my friends on Facebook because right now Trump is trying to change the vote. If you're not voting, right. So he might bother voting. He's going to take your right away. I don't. I feel like why would they work so hard to keep you from voting if it didn't matter? Right. And then our forefathers went through too many struggles went through hell just for us to try to get to the ballot. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just yeah. it's just un, it's uncanny to me how anybody in our community at this time, especially with all the tension going on, yeah, cannot be aware of your rights as a human being and you have a right to speak your voice at that uh, voting time. Yeah. And if you don't register to vote, take advantage of that. Then yeah. you, I just can't really, you know, consider you all what you say you are. You just mm. talk, right? But and like I said, we don't. Not that it's not that we know anybody like that personally on this show, or even have them as a host on this show. And like I said, this is mm. not a shot at Roland. Uh, what were you? What were you, ladies, saying? I uh, know, just in general, about you know anybody who is of the, the black community. I think all any American period, but especially in our community, you have the right to vote. It was a struggle to get that vote. It was a struggle to even get our first black president. And if you're going to let it slide, you know, because like last year, the last election we had, even though I was not all pro-Hillary, okay? No, I was a bird. But my thing is that was not, she is the actual person that's going to represent the Democratic Party or whatever party that's going to be for the better good. Yeah. Because Trump was not, he should have even been considered as yeah. a candidate. Exactly. Okay, number one. But since he was, and he got the popular vote for the uh, Republicans, here we are. So the people that stayed at home said, oh, well, you don't need to be voting. I, I don't like oh, Hillary. And, and went and voted for the Green Party. I don't like, yeah, I don't like oh, Hillary. Yeah. So she's going to let your voice be unheard. Yeah. And now we have the result of Trump. Yeah, folks sitting on their tail. And so so these same people that don't vote um, or didn't didn't choose to exercise their right to vote, they, they will constantly put up the argument, well, it's my constitutional right to not vote. And then have a, yeah. an, an entire side argument about their right not to vote. And then I would say, hey, I don't want to hear this. And they say, well, it, it's my constitutional right to, to a free speech. So I well, said, you know what? To... Don't vote. But you know what? You know, you don't have to vote. But I don't want to hear you complaining either. Because yeah, everything is being just now. I don't want to hear it when you apply for a job. And while the Trump administration is rolling back affirmative action, yes. I, I was qualified for the job. But and I knew I had more educational experience than the other candidate got the job. But you know, well, you I don't write it. You don't write to shut the hell up because you didn't try. Well, uh, true. And true. When you go to court, when you go to court and dealing with sheriffs and counties, it, it started at the local level and it works its way up. But some mm -hmm. people don't get that picture. Right. So every opportunity you have to vote, you need to look into the candidates. Who are you feeling that are pushing issues that you are passionate about and put your two cents in? Yeah, because anything that um, Obama did put in place that really helped black people, he's dismantled. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there's a lot of people that say that, uh, like I said, we don't know anybody on this show that does that, but there's a lot of people yeah. that say that uh, that Obama did nothing for black people. <laughs> and I'm I like, know, and, and but yeah, I know, both are jackasses. <laughs> but those, that's just pure, you know, I'm looking at them like, you know, the typical black person, you know, hook me up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a hookup message. A, and I think when a lot of, so unfortunately, some people in the black community thought that once we got black president, we was in. We was going to get out. It's like a cousin that got, you know, that won yeah. the lottery. So, right. no. It, right. it, it don't, it don't work so, like that. I'm so glad that you all said that. There's so, and not that we have anybody on this show that feels that way, but there, there's so many people that felt like, oh, let me get this right. You guys, people are upset that a politician said, political things. I had a guy tell me that Obama was the first gay president. I said, he was? Yeah, he did all this stuff. I said, tell me what policy, tell me what policy he signed for gay people. What what bill, what legislation did he have? Uh, well, and like I said, this is not a shot at anybody we have on this show, but yeah. you know, a few people said it like they were like, ah, well, I, well, he said he said that gay people should get married. Okay, so you're mad that a politi- that's their right, though. you're mad that a politician said something political. He didn't sign yeah. it into law. Like, get out of here. Like, people just people just sit up on these blogs all day and just and fill their heads up with bullshit and then come back out and mm-hmm. believe. It. And and that's what well, that's, he, how, that's how we got Trump. It's empty conspiracies number one that's gotten into the public mind. Yeah, I'll give you another prime example on how uh, Obama's throwing the bus. We've been watching the documentary on Trayvon, uh, Trayvon Martin, right. and when he made the statement about if I had a son, and he would be he would look like Trayvon, right. and all the backlash came from that one statement yeah. that was not racially motivated, but as his father. Yeah. And if I had a son. He would be like this young man, right. and this young man is no longer with us. Okay. And the right wing went crazy. Well, they had because Obama didn't give him enough juice. I mean, here's a black <laughs> man that was faithful to his wife, had married a black woman, mm-hmm. had black children. All thing they could pick on was a suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, he didn't give him enough. But let, let me... Let me stay right there with what you said about Trayvon Martin. It's funny that that they say that. This is why I just had a conversation with the guys about this. They, they'll say that, oh, Obama dabbed into local local issues by involving himself in the Trayvon Martin thing. Now, we're, we're, our show is based in Chicago. And all I hear, because I have white friends, and I listen, I listen to them, and they want, they said, well, Chicago is Obama's fault. I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, he was never a mayor. He was never a chief right. of police. And I said, I thought Republicans didn't want big government. So why all of a sudden you want the president of the United States involved in mm-hmm. Chicago? Well, he was born there. I said, well, Bill Clinton was from Arkansas. You remember how fucked up Arkansas was in the 90s? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, we lived, we lived right next door to Arkansas. We came from Memphis, honestly. So trust me. Yeah, we nobody know how to Arkansas. Think about that. Every time something happened in Texas, did nobody blame Bush about it? Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Shit. No, I, I think people try to find these little, any little tiny excuse to make this empty conspiracy. I look at it as being a hypocrite. White it's people race, are racism. hypocrites. It's racism. It's racism and being a hypocrite. Because all this crap that Trump is doing, we all, we both, everybody would so know. If Obama did just half, half of it, if he had all these different baby mamas and all these oh different affairs with, with all, all the sexual accusations. Yeah. We we would he they would bury him. Like he would have been impeached like they do in Bill Cosby at eighty years old. Okay, okay. And, and you know what? And you know what? They said that he cried over Trayvon Martin, but you know what? Remember Sandy Hook when all those kids got killed? 
He cried one, then. He wasn't yep. there. Them weren't our kids. He cried over them too. They don't want to talk but about it. But you know that. what? But you know, we, that's when we had a president that had a soul and a heart. Right. Moral. Yeah. Moral. yeah. We, got, mm-hmm. we got this jackass going to Puerto Rico throwing up air balls with a uh with a with a with, with, with bounty with bounty towels and shit. Like saying, man, saying, I was gonna say saying that it was only what sixteen, sixty four people that, that passed in Puerto Rico when really it's um like seventeen hundred. Yes. Just the man is not in the know. No, I think he just learned in Puerto Rico at that time was part of America. He learned a lot of stuff as oh, yeah. he goes along. And oh, yeah. it's a brown it's a brown state, so he didn't care. I mean I knew when that when that storm was gonna hit I already I told him I looked at Michelle, I said they fucked. Not because y'all in Houston, so that's that that, that uh... Cause they owe us money. He doesn't have to move as quickly because they kinda owe us, so he doesn't Yeah, have but he to... owes Puerto Rico money too though. Yeah. Personally. He Man personally owes Puerto Rico money. He had Puerto Rico over Big time with a golf course, a golf, golf crack, and he's supposed to be building. Wow. And left him with the bill. Wow. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wow. did. So he didn't reach in his pocket, at least give him what he owe him. Hey, you know what but, I just... But I mean, said? even if they owe us money, that's still part of the country. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to take care of it. Uh, let me ask you guys this. I just found this out on CNN today. They're talking about uh, Trump is revoking security clearances for past administrations and yeah, that shit ain't going through. he ain't got that kind of power I, uh, he, apparently he does oh, <laughs> he, he, he well, can then he's trying it because you have to realize you're dealing with a spoiled crybaby yeah. bully like yeah. he used to deal with in elementary school whenever yeah. he don't get his way or somebody don't jump <clears> that's <throat> when he cries and lashes out and that's what he does on the daily basis via twitter and his press conferences and he, you know Triple K rally he be hosting all around the country. Right. Yeah. So, so it's and I, um, with Trump, yeah. he, he's he's just going to lean on anything. Now, right now, I just heard uh, recently that there's 13 ways you can get your security revoked. Okay. What he's trying to base it off of does not qualify. Example. Okay. Right. So right. he's just pulling accusations out the air. Mm-hmm. That's all he's doing right now. And you have to keep in mind, this is the president that like to divert attention from yes. Russia, from yes. everything yes. that's going everything. on with him. Everything from sleeping with porn stars, and his boyfriend, uh, yeah, had his relationship with Putin, um, Kim Jong-un. He has any way, and the NFL is the biggest one. Oh, God. Oh, Man, the NFL is the biggest diversion he's trying to put because he knows it's going to strike the heart of America. America loves Sports. The biggest. I, okay, I hate sports. Football season is one of the biggest sports seasons. They are fanatics about it. So you know you tap into the heart of football players. But that's also good football news. fans. This is a perfect stage of division. Now people may not know the military made a deal with the NFL back in the late sixties that mm. said, "Hey, we're going to pay you to actually say the national anthem before every game." That is a military thing to drive people. Oh, well, maybe I should join the military. It's to draw more people to sign up for the military. And nobody black me. So that is a paid thing that's going on here. It's not in the contract. It's not in the NFL players' contract. They have to pledge allegiance, stand for the national anthem, none of that. But see, Trump, his whole base is very not in sync. So they don't know this. But they'll debate it because how dare these black men kneel right. 
Right. Due to police brutality. And that's the most respect that, you can get for a fallen and, veteran. And, and that's what it's all about. It has nothing to do with the military because what no. I was listening to on ESPN, they were saying players were sitting down before Colin Kaepernick said that he was kneeling exactly. for police injustice. Now, there was a never, white football player that right. kneeled for abortion. Exactly. They, Nobody they opened it. He was a hero. It was only a problem when they said they were doing it against mm-hmm. police. That's when they, and that's when they. Well, that's, well, that's because you know police are slave catchers from from the get from back in the day. That's where they, that's where they talk <laughs> come from, and they do when they job when they shoot you, niggas. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's hey, how hey, white folks feel. Hey, you you girls are on fire right now. Matter of fact, before we just while we're in the middle of it, tell everybody where they can listen to y'all at real quick. Well, you can always catch us on the JSE Brown Show every weekend for our segment. But if you want to catch us, because we're on several radio stations. Just follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and you can definitely check out our podcast on iTunes. Yes, and that's called what? The Gossiping Heifers. Gossiping Heifers. Man, I, I'm so glad I got a chance to hear, hear y'all. And you can just check out the J. Anthony Brown Show every weekend on iHeartRadio. Uh, that's how I've listened to it. I got bored listening to the sports commentaries break down the NFL preseason game one. I'm like... Are you serious? <laughs> so I just turned on J. Anthony Brown, and then I heard you all, and I've been in love. Awesome. <clears throat> Check this out. I got to ask you guys this uh, about some other trending topics real quick. Um, Nicki Minaj. Have you heard? Oh, you all, have you all heard about what's going on with Nicki Minaj this week? Well, I heard that she had a little uh, social media fire in reference to some beef that was started, so you may want to fill me in on the details on that one. Well, basically, she just dropped her album. And, you know, I, I, I'm not a mark for social media, but I was following social media, and I guess her and her ex, she put her ex-boyfriend or ex-fiance Safari on blast about him, about she having to pay for her, pay for his uh, hairline to get done and, 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 and all this stuff. And I guess Lil Duval said it best. Said, you living your best life. Why are you going back and forth with these niggas? You know, you, you got you got an issue with DJ Self. She got an issue with uh, Safari. I mean, and she's upset with Cardi B because Cardi B didn't show her no love. I just, I'm like, Nikki, you the queen. Well, she, well Nikki didn't show Lil' Kim no love when she was stealing everything from Lil' Kim. Oh. And then talked about Lil' Kim like a dog. She stole not only lyrics, she stole her look. Everything. Even her damn poses. I said, that's fucking little Kim. That's Ooh. all little Kim. Ooh. Now, first of all, Nicki Minaj, when she first came out in the game, I, you know, I, I, <coughs> we liked her. We liked her. Flo was killing. I liked the way she could switch up her voice on certain things. But recently, she's been finding more time to devote to pettiness. Mm-hmm. And I think, like right now, if you're on the level that Nicki is, why are you even entertaining that non-actor? It makes you look bad because she's even attacking fans that got a little something to say. Get asked about a booty job. And she didn't get a butt job. I saw that pancake ass before she got painted. Now, uh, <laughs> now, here's the flip side. Now, the guy on our show that we have that doesn't believe in voting and stuff like that, he actually mm-hmm. put me on to, to the fact that I didn't even know this, that men can actually get, like, the same kind of surgery that women have. Like, I think, oh, yeah. yeah, he says Safari actually bought his dick. I wouldn't be surprised. I said, damn. I would not Paul. be surprised. Pause. But men are actually getting, <laughs> men, men are getting the same surgery. I, I just, I'm just shocked. Like, like what part of the game is that? Like, I just can't. Oh yeah, men get lace fronts and everything. They do the same You know what part of the game that is? This is called the first era. Man, it is, okay? Back in the day, 
Um, I just recall that it was cool just to be who you are. If yeah. you, you know you want to do a little enhancement or something, that's cool. But you know you don't want to take it overboard. But see, right now with social media playing a major role in everybody's life, we all got to have this like certain look, and we all have to have this certain body type, this certain personality, this certain hair. And like I said, enhancement is is okay if you just don't go overboard. But we're right. so about to show me, look what I could do. And I'm like, dude, who cares? I'm not laying next to you. You want to imagine what that stuff gonna look like when you get old, right? Mm. I mean, oh yeah, I think we're taking it a little too overboard about having. I mean, we watch reality TV, but that's you know our case of ratchetness every week. Yeah, because we like people lives. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we watch all this, and it seems like every last one of these chicks went to the same doctor. They got all got the same. They all, oh, they all look the same. They got what? the same. Booty, you say that again. What you said? They are what? A, a build a hole. Build a hole. Build a hole. Yeah. I love that. I love that stuff. But I mean, if you want to see the last video of actual real cute girl, go go look up doing the butt. Right. Or, or Leah. <laughs> yeah, or Leah. Yeah, what was that? Um, four Rex pages and, that one she did on the boat? Yeah, Rex, there you go. Well, don't forget Rex and Effects, uh, Rump Shaker, too. That, it was a lot there of... There you go. Oh, Teddy right ahead. <laughs> so, matter, matter of fact, we were on the video set for Rump Shaker. Get the fuck... Are you serious? No, Teddy is like our, our cousin. We've been knowing Teddy since he was 15 years old. Way back when, all the wow. way up. The first group we had was Kids at Work. Yeah. Wow, I met Teddy hey, Riley in up. L.A. in 2013. I almost, oh, I almost act like a little girl in there. Can I have <laughs> <a> little- <laughs> not, not for Teddy? Not for Teddy. Yeah. Now, now um, CB ladies, uh, when y'all mentioned Nicki Minaj, didn't she on this new album? Didn't she pay homage to Lil Kim a little bit? Did she redo one of her songs? No, nah, that was Biggie's song first. That was a Biggie song. Yeah, but little, mm-hmm. but yeah, little I've Kim. I've never known her. I never know how to show love to Lil' Kim. It might be a homage a record, but I kind of think we're it's too late. But no, besides that, have y'all all not noticed how we like to use somebody else's come up to get our come up? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think with the beef that Nikki and Kim had, and then for her to do a homage song with Biggie, which is admirable because Biggie was a legend. But at the same time, you make down one of Biggie's legends. At all, and that's a little scary. It's a little hypocritical for you to be doing that, but hey, and it's, a hip- it's hypocritical to say that Carly didn't show you no love. What? Why does she need to show you love for what? Right. Do I know Cardi- you? Right, Cardi don't mention her at all. <laughs> exactly, and I love that same face Cardi had when she was talking. Right, when Nikki was trying to get everything, she said, "Carly, like, bitch, bye." Yeah, but you know what? This is one thing. Even though I let's just bring up, we talked about Nikki Minaj, but Cardi B. And I ha- we are fans of Cardi B for a number of reasons. Number one, she's herself. Yeah, okay. She ain't going to switch her personality for nobody unless you put her in that mode. Yeah. Number two, she she don't mind talking about her history. From stripper to reality TV, mixed stage to now the successful artist she is right now. And I do miss her from Love and Hip Hop. I truly do. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you all say that because my wife, who doesn't pay attention to any reality shows or doesn't know anything, told me the other day that she is a fan of Cardi B because of what she said about not being able to go on tour because she has to stay home and take exactly. care like my she wife. Bigger really I'm like, wow. No, you, that, that's why people genuinely love Cardi. And like I said, I, we fell in love with Cardi before we even heard one lick of her yeah. music. I enjoyed her personality. It was her personality. It was freaking hilarious when she was on our Love and Hip Hop. But that, but that's what that's what a, a mother is supposed to do. Yeah, it's yeah, a bigger priority. Yeah. I got some deep questions I want to ask y'all, but Kat, did you have something you want to ask real quick or talk about? 
I'm sorry, ladies. I'm cooking too, so I'm doing a couple of things. <laughs> Do you, boo? Got you, girl. Okay, I gotta ask you all this question. Um, um, last week on our show, Inside the Cave, I brought up something, and actually, as we speak right now, I'm getting cursed out by two people. And my wife told me, actually gave me a quote from one of my coworkers and told me, this is what my coworker told me when I first started at GM. He, he told me, look here, and this is, and excuse my French ladies, but he told me, he said, if a motherfucker ain't putting money in your pocket or pussy on your dick, you don't need them, fuck them. And my wife actually just texted me that just to tell me about the people that's getting upset with me about what I said last week on the show. I just want to get your opinion on this. Now, I'm, I'm telling you guys this. I believe in God, and I believe in the Bible. I just don't believe that the Bible, I believe the Bible was somewhat fictional. I believe that we're on the same page. Okay, I believe that the Bible has great stories, and it has a great message. I think if we can just take this one message from the Bible, do unto others as we want others to do unto you. If we can just mm-hmm. do that, we'll be cool. But I just have a problem with the fact that they're saying that a man came to earth, similar to Superman, found in the barnyard, grew up and started doing miracles and fl- walking on water, and then f- rose from the ground to the sky and evaporated and we never seen them again. And, and, and I just have a problem with that because it's like, everything always happened before us. Like, people mm-hmm. Well, that, the, that, people, that's definitely not true. People went to all, the, all, all these religions that we talk about, you can talk about Christianity, you can talk about Jehovah, all these in um, Catholic, those, they stole those religions, pieces came from voodoo, from black people's actual religion. Right. But they made black people are so scared of it, mm-hmm. and that's because that's what we were t- we were taught. You know, we your taught. religion. Yeah, we were taught to fear voodoo that is evil. But yeah. everything, the afterlife, all that, the stars, astronomy, it came from our people. And and, and it's just like that. I just have an issue. CB, the point that you made that I really I I kind of felt you on was that uh, the story of Adam and Eve. Yes. And about mm-hmm. Adam. Uh, and, well, and how Adam, he was supposed to be the sun and the moon. Exactly. And that maybe mm-hmm. God made the our idea of what God is may not be masculine at all. Well, see, that's, a, that's what Kat is trying to say is what I said last week. I just have an issue with us saying that Adam, a book that was created by men, by men, yeah. said White that man. the first sin, the first sin was created and influenced by women. Basically, and then of they course. said, and then they said that woman was created by man. But if you look at all types of form of life, women, females are the ones that create everything. So, but yep. you're telling me that a man created this. You're telling me that a man, come on, like seriously, what have? But that's the but that's the same way how they put they took us all out the Bible yeah. and how they turn our own religion. I mean, they they, they stripped, and that was um Constantine. He stripped black folks out of the Bible and wow. flipped it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and the Bible you have to also look at because there are some great stories of morals and things like that. But I said, well, but not knowing what actually took place beforehand because the Bible's been rewritten several different times. Exactly. And been told by several different versions. So it's hard to go with. But the main thing that hits home with me is that that book was used for slavery. Exactly. That's what I've been trying to tell people. And you know, that book was used to condition slaves that God said you are supposed to be here being doing all this hard work, 
being raped by me, having my offspring being sold off. This is all of this. A great slave was a good Christian. And, mm-hmm. and Big Dog, and Big Dog just brought this up earlier in our segment before you guys called in about what's going on in Pennsylvania. Uh, Big Dog said that. What did you say, Big Dog? You here? Well, you know, they got over 300 priests that were accused of, well, accused yeah, or, yeah, of minors. But they're too old to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, Bill Cosby's too old to go to jail. Exactly. <laughs> How could all exactly. this stuff be, be influenced by, I just don't understand it. How could you read the Bible and think that it's okay to molest? To because people bend religion to work in their benefit. In their favor, yeah. yeah. It's been done over centuries, and it has not stopped. And the sad part about it is the Christian community or whatever community that's allowing their priests to take advantage of children yes. is a sad point. And it's not a secret. We were uh-huh. watching a documentary, I forgot how long ago, but it was going to back on how these priests have been accused of molesting children. People in the church were in the know. Yeah, and they would either. I mean, you touch my head, you did. And they would either transfer them to another church, yeah, or they, to hurt somebody else. Yeah, exactly, they would just keep transferring them. So I'm like, okay, this is a recycling thing you guys are allowing to happen, but we're supposed to be good Christians that not supposed to be, you know, maybe thinking the movie um doubt. Yes, I, mean, I don't know if you all ever seen that with Meryl Street. No, I. And it's pretty much yeah, it's called doubt, and it's pretty much about a pastor um that was molesting kids, and they were just gonna transfer them over, and she pumped him out. She. She did what Ray J did to your boy on our Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, the party. Yeah, the party. She tricked him. He transferred. The hat kept moving around. But hey, I was sitting there laughing. I support them. Shut the hell up. I just, I just, I just, it's just amazing to me. Like everything, all the miracles and stuff happened a long time ago. It's just like, People went to the moon in the 1960s when there was less technology than we have now, but now they can't go. Like, come on. Like, how does all this stuff happen before us? Like, come on, man. Like, there's a lot of stuff that happens that we have. Like I said, let's take illness for example. We got cancer. We got sickle cell. We got HIV. Right. These are all curable diseases. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a majority of them, you know, cancer I would be the only one that took cell probably take off stable as far as being man made, but we know HIV is man made. That's a man made disease. Cancer is man made too though. I mean you think what the food the food that we the eat cigarettes they put out, you know, yeah. all the shit they put out, then they don't want you smoking weed because they know that it's a cheaper way to help you. Right. Right. Right, they don't give you the weed until you but you got ninety days to live. You know, you, now you can well, smoke. I, 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 I'm on the weed now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you and me both. You and me both. <laughs> Man, I love Five having you girls on. I love having y'all on. Cat, you got something. Conversation, Cat, you got something else you want to say? I'm just second in that motion. I'm just approving that message. Yeah. I, I, I want to know what Cat cooking over there. That's what I want to know. <laughs> I'm gonna bet. Girl, yes. I knew she was cooking that fried chicken. I knew she was cooking that fried All right. chicken. All right, check Once this. Once a week, all right, because I'm with them on the food that we eat. I'm very much so invested on where my food comes from. I'm invested mm. in preparing my own food because I don't trust everybody. So I feel you on that. I gotta ask you. I gotta but, ask you. I gotta ask you, ladies, this: <clears throat> What do you all think about <clears throat> the Me Too movement? It was Jack uh, from Black Women. For one, it's going, it's going the fuck overboard. I think Me Too movement 
it has its purpose, but then again, it has its backfire. Because you do have women that have been sexually molested, yeah, physically assaulted, and they do definitely need to have their voices heard. But now we got this come up age, yeah, where we got women that say, oh, he said my titties was too big, and they were all in his face. And they are big. I mean, bitch, what? You ain't never <laughs> checked nobody. You you ain't never checked nobody back. Morgan, Morgan Freeman is a perfect example. Yes. He said a couple of things. I think, y'all, we all black here, so we know you say something from the black woman. We're just going to cut your ass out. Right. I'm not calling the police. <laughs> I'm going to get the fuck out my face. <laughs> right. Right. But you got these white women. Oh, my God. I'm insulted. I mean, he told me. So I'm like, really? Get get. get I'm like, you don't know how to defend yourself exactly. and tell him to get up off of you and, if, you know, or talk about his penis size. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can reflect exactly to get that kind of attention off of you. Now, I'm not saying it's appropriate for anybody going around talking to anybody like that. Exactly. But at the same time, we got to know we can't go through the legal system with just words. And, I, and, I, I, think, mean? and I think you can't entertain. If, if, if something, I always say this. Uh, this is what I'm going to teach my daughter too. Uh, if a man hits you, you end oh, you you end the, the the relationship right then and there. You don't give him oh, a, mm-hmm. you don't give him a second chance because no. that's you entertaining the shit. See, yes, you but, can't. But, but there, I got I got to play grip ball with him. Right then, I leave him. Right, right, right. Leave him, but let him. You gotta let you gotta let a man know from the beginning what you're not what you think is not acceptable. If you don't believe in a man yelling at you, you say that from the beginning yeah. and don't put up with that. See, you can't exactly. just, I, I have a problem with, I have a problem with people entertaining bullshit. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I can, I can make a financial gain off of it. Now it's, yeah. Like, yeah. I have a problem with it, but you entertained it for years. At if, the it, time. If, it, if it's an issue, you stop it right then and there. Yeah. There was a case, one of the cases that was brought uh, accusation on Russell Simmons where this woman went out with him all night long. Right. Went back to the hotel. How many, I, I, she was with this man for at least 24 hours. Uh, and her came out of a lawsuit and accusations of being sexually assaulted. Crazy. And it was dismissed, you know, apparently, but at the same time, this was over 10 years ago. Shit. First of all, I'm going to tell you something. If I'm not giving you the booty, and you yeah. try to invite me to your room or your place at a certain night, night you know, a certain time of night. I'm not, no, because I know what you're expecting and you're not getting it. So why I'm not going to play with your emotions like this. And I want women to also, this is, a, this is a flip side though, too. Because men will do things such as buy you a drink or bring mm-hmm. some uh, some jewelry. If you don't care about me, a half And I think men like that try to hold women obligated. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then at the same time, women, some women, and I, I say some women, I, say, but I hope it's a very small amount out there. They actually mentally feel obligated and then they feel sexually violated afterwards. I'm like, babe, you could turn that gift down. Yeah. I gave a gift back. You know who I'm yeah, talking about. I, I had a gift. I told him not to buy me something. <laughs> he bought it for me anyway. And when he realized he wasn't getting what he wanted, I'm like, well, take the shit back. I don't care. Right. Right. But that's one thing. See, me and Michelle both came up with a debt mm, yeah, to yeah. tell us the game. And yeah. that's one thing, if I ever wanted to get from a guy coming up, I had to ask my father first. Right, mm-hmm. right. And my thing is, my dad said, you don't take nothing from a man if you don't know you don't want. Right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. So you can't buy me a meal, We're not. I'm not entertaining it. I don't like you. Yeah. That's really, I mean, But that's like really. I said, I want women to stop setting that up for themselves, thinking because something is offered to you, 
he paid your rent that month. Well, I didn't ask you to do that. I mean, it's nice for you to do that, but don't be thinking I'm going to sleep with you just because you felt an obligation but to get me rent this month. We're not doing that. Right. I agree. I yeah. totally agree with you all. Uh, you guys ain't got anything. I want to introduce you. I want to introduce you. Cat, were you trying to say something? I want to introduce introduce the ladies. To, okay. I want to introduce you all because you got all from Houston, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, then this is going to probably hit home to you. Now, we have a segment on our podcast, and I am the leader of this segment. It's called the He Too Movement. We saw it. Yeah, oh, we, we okay. looked it up, dog. Oh, He's still moving. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, looked it up, though, Well, we well since you all are in Houston, I want to uh, read these lyrics to you. It's, uh, you be singing no, 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 when it's really yes, yes, yes. I can see it in your eyes. I know you want me. Now, these are lyrics from none other than Houston's own Beyonce and Destiny's Child. Mm -hmm. She is telling us that a man is telling her no, but she is saying, her and Latoya Luck and Latavia and Kelly, they are saying that this man is saying yes. Now, this was a man saying this to a woman. Sound like rape. Sound like, sound like sexual assault to me. Mm -hmm. But this is, look, look, at, look at the role that our genders play. When a woman is too friendly with the cootie cat, she's a hoe. Man do it, he's a player. Yeah. So in our society, we think if a man's offered any type of punana, mm -hmm. that he is, he's supposed to You know you want it, dog. You're supposed to it is for me, dog. We know I got to offer your face and we about to get it on. So that's what the society flips on men. And then actually they men like, look, I don't want nothing to do with you or your cootie cat. Yeah, can like, just walk somewhere else, okay? But just because society has kind of played this consistent tune in our head that men are always going to be open to get down with anybody that offers it up. And that's simply not true. But not, not always, but most of the not, time. Not always. <laughs> She gotta be real ugly and funky. No, no, it's funny, no. Trust me, you, you, men will turn it down for a certain visual issues. Number one, a certain man. <laughs> well, we got hygiene, hygiene issues, hygiene well, issues. We got, we got a guy on the show. We got a guy on the show. I'm not gonna say his name, but he don't turn down nothing. But that's a story for another day. Go ahead. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, get all the cooties, baby. Do you? But I think society has kind of put that label on men. And just like when a woman want to get down and keep it moving, oh, she's such a hoe. She's so promiscuous. She is a hoe. Well, I mean, but that's... <laughs> oh, say that again. Say hey, the game ain't hoe. fair. Yeah, <laughs> ain't fair. Let me tell you something. Everybody yeah, got no. fucking... Look, everybody got their, you know, their lane. Mm. And people need to learn to stay in their damn lane. <laughs> I don't care how much a woman want to be like a man. I want to fuck everybody and all this. Oh thank, you. oh, thank you. Thank you so much. This is you just guys just put the stamp on why I love mm -hmm. you all so much. Hey, big dog, go ahead and get us out of here. Hey, like always, want to thank y'all for tuning in and tuning in for part one. We'll catch y'all ass next week. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Get the latest Cave Crush and Inside the Cave gear at CaveCrushShop.com. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crushers and cave crushers inside the cave. <laughs> inside.
Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. You did say you wanted to be in, right?